It is zero hour thirty universal time. And here is the news in special English. Suspected Kenyan fighter jets have bombed the southern Somali town of Jilib, killing at least ten people. At least forty-five people were wounded in the attack. Local officials say Sunday's strike was aimed at an area where al-Shabaab militants were giving out food to people forced from their homes. Reports say many of those killed were civilians, including several children. Kenya sent troops across the border earlier this month to fight al-Shabaab. The Islamist group is blamed for kidnapping foreigners in Kenya. A Palestinian militant was killed in an Israeli airstrike on Sunday. The attack happened along Egypt's border with the southern Gaza Strip. Israeli officials say the man was preparing to fire a rocket into Israel. The airstrike came hours after an announcement from Islamic Jihad and other Palestinian groups in Gaza. They said they would accept a truce to end days of deadly violence so long as Israel agreed to stop the fighting. Several large explosions shook an Air Force station near Yemen's capital on Sunday. Yemeni officials said mortar shells landed at the Al-Dalami Air Force Base, causing a huge explosion. There were no immediate reports of injuries. CNN reported that a government official blamed opposition forces for the attack. Officials temporarily closed the international airport in Sana'a. Flights were instead sent to an airport in the southern city of Aden. Earlier Sunday, tribal and security spokesmen said government forces shelled a neighborhood north of Sana'a. The attack reportedly killed four civilians, including children. Arab League representatives have met with Syrian officials to demand an end to the killing of civilians during the continuing opposition protests. The meeting took place in the Qatari capital, Doha. Al-Arabiya Television says Qatar's foreign minister delivered an Arab League message urging Syrian security forces to stop firing on unarmed civilians. Al-Arabiya reports that Syria's foreign minister said the world was overreacting to what he called media lies. The New York Times newspaper reports the United States is negotiating with Kuwait to let American combat troops be based there. American troops would be based in the Persian Gulf nation after withdrawing from Iraq. The report says the talks are part of plans for the United States to be able to react quickly in the event of a collapse of security in Iraq or 
an issue with Iran. The news report says the United States is also considering sending more warplanes through international waters in the area. There was no immediate confirmation of the reports. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. Officials in Afghanistan have identified the 17 people killed on Saturday in a suicide bombing. Officials say the victims included 10 Americans, two Britons, a Canadian, and four Afghans. The Taliban has claimed responsibility for the attack, which took place in Kabul. It was one of the deadliest attacks in the Afghan capital since the fighting began ten years ago. One of the Afghans killed was a policeman. The other three were civilians. Five of the other victims were members of the NATO-led military force in the country. Eight others were civilians working for coalition forces. In Kyrgyzstan, early election results show former Prime Minister Almazbek Atambayev leading in the country's presidential election. With most ballots counted, official results give Mr. Atambayev about 65% of the votes. This is the country's first presidential election since Kyrgyz President Kurman Bekbakiev was ousted last year. Both Russia and the United States have military bases in Kyrgyzstan. The country also is a major center for NATO operations in Afghanistan. Studies of voters in Bulgaria say Rosen Plevnelyev has won the country's runoff presidential election. The studies are showing that the ruling party candidate received about 54% of the votes. Socialist candidate Ivailo Kalfin won about 46%. Those two candidates received the most votes in presidential elections last week but neither received a majority of the votes. Mr. Plevnevyev is a former Bulgarian minister for roads and other public projects. Some Bulgarians say he is responsible for improving the country's roads. The head of Liberia's election commission has resigned. James Fromayan said he was resigning because he did not want to prevent a successful presidential election. He has been accused of supporting President Ellen Johnson Sirleaf. He said the accusations are unfair. Opposition candidate Winston Tubman had demanded that Mr. Fromayan be removed from the commission before a planned runoff election. A top official in Mr. Tubman's party told VOA 
that Mr. Fromayan's resignation is a step forward. But, he said, other issues must be settled before Mr. Tubman agrees to take part in the vote. Mr. Tubman and President Sirleaf were the top two candidates in the Liberian election on October 11th, but neither won enough votes to be able to avoid the runoff set for November 8th. A rare October snowstorm is blamed for three deaths in the northeastern United States. The storm cut power to more than three million homes and businesses. As much as 30 centimeters of snow fell in parts of Pennsylvania, Connecticut, and New Jersey. Many airline flights were canceled. Many roads were closed. Train service was affected. It could be several days before everything is back to normal throughout the Northeast. Briefly, here again is the major news. Suspected Kenyan fighter jets have bombed the Somali town of Jilib, killing at least ten people. Several explosions shook an Air Force station near Yemen's capital on Sunday. There were no immediate reports of injuries. And in Kyrgyzstan, partial election results show former Prime Minister Almazbek Atambayev leading in the country's presidential election. That's the news in VOA Special English from Washington.